And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show. We finally returned. I've, I'm back from Florida, so we're finally able to do some shows again. Yeah, maybe a nice little clap back from Florida. We were going to do a show, but then we figured it was just easier with, with setting up the equipment and everything to wait uh, until I got back. Uh, joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler from the University of Virginia. We have the best producer in the game, Zach Bloomquist, with us. Andrew Keenan is finishing up finals right now. So I am too. No excuses. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. No excuses. But, but come on. When we're yeah, talking yeah, about top-tier right, right. players. Yeah, but Jack, did, did you watch Tangled? I've seen Tangled. Tangled's a great movie. Tangled's I'm great. just saying. I, I, was, uh, I was upset by his response saying it was subpar. Yeah, so it, it, yeah. If, if you're wondering, we had our Disney movie draft. It's out officially on our last podcast, but the reel's coming out hopefully tomorrow or the, the next day, but um, or Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. I took Tangled with one of the picks, which I do believe was probably a bad pick in hindsight. However, it's the horrendous. movie itself... It is a horrendous pick. But in the movie itself, very, very good. Andrew yeah. had never seen it, and he said subpar, which I which mean, was very... I did not agree with yeah, that at all. Subpar is, is a low score. I mean, I'd, give a great it, movie. I'd give it like a 6.57, which is... Flynn better, Rider. Which is much better than I think the horse is hysterical. Rapunzel's a good a yeah. good female character. Like, There's a lot to like about Tangled. If you haven't watched it, go take a look. Remember, please follow, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok... You're probably watching this on YouTube. Please give us that subscribe. If you're a girl, don't forget to DM us. If you're well, a girl, most of us are single. Our individual accounts too. Yeah. Individual accounts. Yeah, maybe maybe DM us on the Paul Farrington show and just say who you want. Wow, yeah, that, that 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 that's a good sell right there. Look at the Taylor Swift TikTok. That's that's about the most female content that we've had, and and are probably more than more more views than anything we've had combined. We're almost at 200k. Oh yeah. The NFL schedule release that's coming out this Thursday. We'll, have a sh- we'll react to that. Black we Friday. Are- Oh, we're, doing well, a schedule we're not, we're not doing like a react. I mean, like, no, no, you know, I mean, like, we'll break down team schedules. We'll predict I'm seasons just, and stuff like that. I think we should react to all the because uh, no, I, I love the schedule. I, you know, that I is think the schedule is the dumbest thing in the NFL. Ziggy, I think we, we already know every single team they're playing. Yeah, but not this the is, order. This already, what does the order matter? They're <laughs> the playing times. the same number of games. I think, we don't know that. I think like, we project Ziggy before the schedule comes out. Like, what games what will be schedule? what time? Like, oh, Texans Colts one o'clock. See, I oh, suggested no, 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 this, and everyone said that was crazy. Which one did you say? I suggested we do this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But you said Jets Chiefs scream four twenty five. No, he said, he said it screamed one. Oh yeah, I know. No, I, I, I was just messing with Andrew. I was just messing <laughs> with Andrew. He bit too. I think well, you know what we should do is um, all the teams now do like a like a. Oh, video. Predi- I think we do predictions. No, no, no! Like teams make like an actual video. Oh yes, they do. Schedule. Yes, yes. And I think reacting to that could be. Fun. We could react to those. Those would be fun. One of my so, friends yeah. did one of those back in the day. She like drew the Tennessee Titans one. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's- How'd it go? Ah, uh, did well. They never hired her to do anything again. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. We're gonna talk oh, a little bit about the NFL draft today because we didn't have that reaction show a week last week. The Philadelphia Eagles, their team we're going to talk about first. We also will have the Lions, Anthony Richardson, the Colts, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, big moves for the Texans. But let's, as I said before, let's open up with Philly. It was very frustrating for me. As someone who strongly dislikes, I don't want to say hates, but strongly dislikes the Eagles, to see Jalen Carter just fall down that board right into their laps when they trade up with Chicago at 9. And then later on in the evening, Nolan Smith, again, a very highly rated defender throughout the entire pre-draft process, slowly falling down the board until at 30. Of course, of course the Eagles take him. Keely Ringo as well, the, the Georgia cornerback. I know there are issues. I know he didn't play particularly well this past season. 
but this was a guy who a lot of people thought would be a first round pick That's at one point. The steal of the draft. And ton, tons of promise. And he comes in, he's in a situation where he's with James Bradbury, another large corner to learn from. Darius Slay's a great leader. He's part of my company, the Volumes Network. Just an awesome dude. I love I love what Philly's doing. Every single move they make, it seems to be and they got DeAndre Swift too. They're loading up on the Georgia Bulldogs, loading up on national championship winners and tons of talent. It's t- it's annoying to watch, but they're doing exactly what you would want them to do as a fan. I think it's a fantastic strategy. It, it's, I mean, you you, you, are, you yeah. already have this superstar offense right now. Now, why not take a bunch of dudes, a bunch of ballers from the same team who have played together, won a championship together? Now that's your defense, and they, they just Nicole, attack the quarterback over and it, over. It, and Wade now yeah. they have a they have like six Georgia Bulldogs. It's incredible. But, you know, I mean, the way people are talking about this Eagles team, it's like they can do no wrong. I mean, look, here's what happened, right? They got spooked and traded up for a guy with character concerns. A lot of talent there, don't get me wrong. But there's a reason all these teams ahead of him that could have used the defensive tackle passed. They traded up for no reason. And then people are talking about... He is fantastic. We're talking about the number one rated prospect in the draft for a lot of people. But the people... For a lot of people, except the people that actually know the most. Like, look, there's a reason that NFL teams, a lot of them, who needed this guy passed on. Right? There were a lot of teams that could have traded up with the Bears. There were a lot of teams that had need for a guy like him, and they all passed. People talked about Kiwi Ringo falling. What? Every team in the NFL passed on him at least twice. Most teams three, four, even five times. Yeah, I kind of like, think that's that, a mistake. And that's why, that's why <laughs> well, but this is the thing. This is the Super Bowl. This is what's ridiculous, right? People always talk about draft steals, but there's no such thing as a draft steal. You can go back and look at the guys who everyone thought was going to be great, and they fell in the draft. They don't perform better than anyone else drafted. So with Jalen Carter, is is the main thing for you the character concerns, or is there something about the way he plays that you think is the reason that he fell? I mean, the thing that I worry about with Jalen Carter is he's never played more than 400 snaps in a season. Right. This is the thing you always have to worry about, guys that haven't been able to stay on the field during college. And I get that Georgia like rotates defensive linemen. It was the same thing with uh, several of other guys they've had coming out of the draft. But a lot of the thought that he's going to be able to come in and be like an immediate pass rusher and impact the NFL, it's all projection. He's I, never I done it before. When he was on the field, he was fantastic no nolan smith too i just was checking out some of his stats before the show today he ran a 4-3-9-40 i believe it was the first ever sub 4-4-40 for a defensive end or or an edge rusher like this these guys are are monster athletes from georgia they're just they're like you said they're ballers i i I like it they're national champions i like it i I, again ziggy there is a reason that they fall and something sometimes when it works out that like the Eagles might look like geniuses, but in, there are situations where yes, very talented people or allegedly very talent, talented people do fall, and you know they don't. So only time will tell with that. I wanted to weren't talk pe- to weren't people. I just want to say, weren't people freaking out about how Jordan Davis was going to be an immediate impact player for he them was. last year? He was, he was very. You good know how many? You know how many sacks he got? But did you see the run statistics? He's a, he's a he got 18 tackles. What do you mean the run look, look at the run stats when he was on the field versus off the field for Philly. He got 18 tackles. He was barely look, on the I'm field saying, for just, that. I don't remember what See, the numbers I were. tackles a meaningless stat in your eyes. Uh, it's different when you're talking about middle <laughs> linebackers. No, no, Ziggy, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember what the numbers are, but when Jordan Davis was on versus off the field last season, he made a significant contribution to Philly's run defense. He, he was absolutely an impact player for that team last year. 
He was also hurt for half the season. No, he, that's what it was. When he was out, they started getting gouged a little bit more. But Stunning development. A player who doesn't play a lot of snaps in college and has difficulty staying on the field gets hurt in the NFL. More in the evening news at 9 o'clock. I'll take that over the impact argument. But, yeah, so, again, Philadelphia. I think it was a great draft. I'm I'm all in on it. Ziggy's not. We'll We'll have to see what happens. The Houston Texans. This was a team that we talked about a lot. Because, you know what? The national media doesn't really cover the Texans that much. Why would they? Well, why would they? But we took it upon ourselves on the Paul Farrington show to do that. At number two, they go C.J. Stroud, which I believe is what we all agreed probably would happen. Jack, I know that you didn't think it should. Well, I wanted Will, but they wanted Will. So let's talk about Stroud first. He comes in, honestly, a tough situation for a young quarterback. Their receivers, Mm -hmm. Robert Woods is the leading receiver in that unit with Nico Collins and John Mechie. John Mechie could be a fun wild card to watch this year. He's he's coming back from cancer, so obviously a lot going on with him physically and probably mentally as well. But He's a wild card. He could be very good. Damian Pierce, good running back. I, we'll see how that offense goes. I, I see some tough times for C.J. Stroud in his mm-hmm. rookie season. Uh, after that, though, you'd think like, okay, they got, their, they got their guy. We'll see them again at 12. Massive trade up with the Cardinals. Here's the, here's the terms of the trade. Houston gave up 12, 33, and a fourth rounder. And next year's first rounder, their own, and the next year's third to get Will Anderson and a fourth rounder this season. Big trade, but they get a big player. You like it? I I liked the names and the players that they got this year. I was big on Will Anderson. I, I've always been I've always been the guy who says, All right, let's take the best defensive player on the board. I think defense is huge. Obviously te- the Texans do too. They got who they hope to be their you know their future quarterback. However, I, I cannot say I'm the biggest fan of the deal. I think it's a lot to give up. It is a lot. Because for a team who's going re- to be rebuilding for the next couple of years, you want those first-round picks. So if you go and you take C.J. Stroud, okay, here's our quarterback. We don't necessarily need Will Anderson. We can keep our first-round pick next year. But if he's as good as you thought he was going to be, like you said you might take him number one overall, right? Yes. Is that is that worth... I, I don't think it was worth giving up as many picks as they did. I, okay. really, I think it was a lot. For a team who's who going to be rebuilding for a long time, it was a lot to give and up. And a lot of holes on that roster. Yeah, it was a lot to give up. Ziggy, how about you? Did you like it? I thought it was one of the worst draft day trades we've seen in the decade. I oh thought it was a horrendous trade. And here's I why. I don't think it was that bad. But I, Here, here's why, about. right? The reason this trade was made was straightforward. The front office didn't want to take a quarterback. The owner said, we're taking a quarterback. So the only way to do that is to take both Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud because the front office wasn't willing to let him go. But look, this is like classic overconfidence and thinking you've got your guy, so he's going to hit. Among edge rushers taken the first round in the past 10 years, only half of them have had their first-year option picked up. Make it a little bit better because he went to the top of the first round, say it's 60 65%, but this team's not going to be good. No. right? By like projected win rates in Vegas, they're expected to have a top three pick next year. So is Will Anderson good enough to be worth two top three picks? And are you so confident C.J. Stroud's going to hit that you're willing to give up the chance to take a guy like Caleb Williams if things don't work out? I, I don't see why you're doing this. If they end up being the worst team in the league, I, I agree that it's a horrible trade. Well, if, you, well, if you lose Caleb Williams because of it, yes. If they, if they make the playoffs, it's a bad trade. Well, that's oh, the, I you can't, that. you, if you're If you are a team that, like, variance-wise, has a chance to be really bad, even if you don't, giving up future first because you're really, really confident you have your guy is foolish. Well, that's These NFL like GMs it. don't consistently Sorry. hit. That's what I like personally. I agree with, with Ziggy there is I, I think that even with Stroud, 
Let's say you don't take Will Anderson, right? Even with CJ Stroud this year, you will probably still be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a quarterback it's like, heavy draft. Even if you're picking five next year, a lot of good quarterbacks, you could even get trade value there. Yeah, it's tough to give up so many picks when you're trying to rebuild for several years. Here's what I'll say, though. Over the past three seasons... They got two studs. They got two studs. They do. They do. They got two Over studs. the past three years, the Texans have won 11 games. That entire franchise, the fan base, everyone, they have been horrible for three straight years. And I would, the one thing that I told them to do, that what if I were a Texans fan, I wanted them to be aggressive. I wanted them to go get Stroud and, and start the future with the quarterback. And then you come back and get Anderson, who before the season was a Heisman candidate. He's one of the best, pro- he was one of the highly, most highly touted college defenders of the past, what, 10 years or something like yeah, that? I love him. So I have no problem with them being aggressive. It's a lot to give up. It really is a lot. But for the first time ever, you saw Texans fans online saying, this is the greatest day ever to be a Texan fan. For the first time ever, you saw some confidence and some hope. And I'm okay going and getting a guy. If he's a monster, like a lot of people think he can be, you're going to look back and say, all right, you know what? Yeah, we gave up a first-round pick, but we got two guys who can go out and ball, and there's, for, for the first time in a long time, some hope in Houston. Like so it, I'm, I'm okay with it. I know it's a no, lot, but I'm okay with it. If it yeah, pans to, to out be, like they oh, Sorry, you guys. Are, I was going to say, to be clear, Paul, you're absolutely right. This is why Nick Casario made the trade, because he's getting fired if they don't have results next year. So the future <laughs> first means nothing to him, right? He's just trying to keep his job and get another impact player. But... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know about it. Like maybe when, when you start with a new quarterback, sometimes that can extend you a little bit. And I do love your rumor about or th- that little rumor you threw in there about the uh, conflicting. Well, uh, all, I'm, all I'm saying is this is about three hours before the draft. Uh, Will Anderson was the heavy favorite. Then suddenly over the course of like five minutes, that odds go to minus 2000 CJ Stroud. Then it's the front lot. office makes this really aggressive trade. It's we all know what happens. We all know what happens. <laughs> all right. If, go th- if things do pan out like they want them to with these two picks, though, we're sitting here in three or four years like, wow, like they got their quarterback and the captain of their defense. Yeah. So it's 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 a roll of the dice, but I don't think it's a terrible. If Will play. Anderson turns out to be someone like a TJ Watt or a Micah Parsons, and I know that these guys are, you know, the best in the league. But if you wind up getting something like that, which I'm assuming that they believe he will turn out to be, of course, of course, then then you're yeah. happy with this. All right, let's there talk about the Colts. Anthony Richardson goes to Indianapolis at fourth overall. Ziggy, you must have been thrilled with this pick because, as you said, if you weren't taking Richardson one, you were doing something wrong. And well, not only that, right? I'm thrilled for Anthony Richardson too because you think about like what kind of situation do you want him to go into. Who's like the comp that we're thinking? Well, look, what's he going to be good at early in his career? What's well, going to be like running quick RPOs? Hurts the Sirianni. Offenses, exactly. Yeah, he's getting, uh, like he just gets to run the Jalen Hurts offense out in Indianapolis. Yeah, they got Shane Steichen out I, I think that was an awesome pick for them. So like you're getting a player who fits really well into what you're trying to do, right? The Colts aren't historically high spenders, but at least they've got a wide receiver. They've got a decent enough offensive line that they're hoping rebounds this year. They've got a functional defense. Like, this is not a bad situation for him to be in at all. No, and, and that I was, think... Yes, that's exactly what you said before the draft, is there's only, there's a few teams that can draft Anthony Richardson. Seattle was one of them, and Indianapolis was another, where he can come in, and he has an opportunity to succeed. Look at some of the weapons for the other quarterbacks. We just went through C.J. Stroud. His number one receiver is Robert Woods. Bryce Young has Adam Thielen. I believe he's the number one in Carolina at the moment. Will Levis is Traylon Burks. 
these other quarterbacks are not coming into situations where you have Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. Like those, those two guys are by far the best weapons out of everyone else. What, what? And University of Virginia legend Jelani Woods. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, no, I he's going to have a crazy year next year. Take him, in your, take, take him in your dynasty leagues. Take him in your free draft leagues. I'm feeling Jelani. So there are still problems in Indy, though. The offensive line, they're heavily invested in it, but it's been a little leaky. You know, Richardson has mobility. I do agree with you guys, though, overall. The system that he finds himself in with Shane Steichen, and we saw the, the revolution for Jalen Hurts from two seasons ago to this past year. I, I like it for Richardson. Yeah, I was going back and forth for a long time on how I viewed Anthony Richardson. Athletic. He's got a strong arm. I've seen flashes. I've seen some good things. But I've seen some poor things as well. And then I look, and then I, I thought back to myself, you know what? Like he he reminded me a lot of what I thought of Jalen Hurst coming out of college. I wasn't super high on Hurts out of Oklahoma. I'm like, he's a good college quarterback. He's an athlete. He's got a good arm. He can move. But he's not an NFL quarterback. And I was so wrong. Oh. Even and, even and, his rookie year, you're watching him and you're like, eh. yeah. yeah. But I see AR like I see Jalen Hurts. And now with with Sirianni, with Indy, with, with Michael Pittman and, and Jonathan Taylor, it's a good spot. And it is a risky pick because it comes down to ultimately the fourth pick in the draft. That's a high pick to take it to like take he's, really he's any player. He's got to be your guy, yeah. It's, it's a commitment. But look at the Colts' past four seasons since Andrew Luck. It was 2019, Brissett and Hoyer. In 2020, Phillip Rivers. 2021, Carson Wentz. Last year, Matt Ryan, Ellinger, and Nick Foles. It's just been a revolving door of failure for Indianapolis year after year after year. This is the first time now where Colts fans can look at this situation and say, we have hope, we have some excitement. Sure, it's a risk, but if this pays off the way we're hoping for, the way Anthony Richardson's been hyped up, it can be very exciting. And the AFC South right now, there's a lot of hope in that in that division. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's been horrible for so long, but it's an exciting time. I mean, the Colts, you can argue the second best team in the division. Yeah, you can, you can argue. I don't think you have to argue. I think they just are. The Titans yeah. are trying to implode. The Texans are terrible. <laughs> I love that. I love the Titans are trying to implode. Well, I was going back and no. forth Colts or Titans, but it's probably as the Colts. Was Richardson I, the right pick over Levis for you, Jack? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I was done with Levis when he was a, a 20-point home favorite against Van. He had 100 yards passing. That was offense. <laughs> oh, and this is the thing, right? You talk to someone who watched SEC football. Neither Levis nor Richardson were like great passing quarterbacks, but Will Levis didn't scare you at all. Right, you don't have to game plan around him. Anthony Richardson, you still have to plan around him because once in a while he can throw those deep passes. He can run, and sure enough, I mean, the NFL showed us they didn't believe in Will Levis at all. Look, crazy I mean, though. The, the, the difference is, is the games that I watched this year. You know, Will Levis when he hosted Vandy, when he hosted Mississippi State, just nothing. And then Ar, he's he's lighting up Tennessee. Uh, He's lighting, up, lighting up Tennessee, he, not exactly a big accomplishment. Well, I mean, look, when, when Tennessee's hanging 45 and you're on the road in that atmosphere and, and, and you're playing a close game with a 10-point dog, that's a good... I'm, I'm impressed by that. Like, for sure. Like, he, he's... Levis taking a step back this season with all the hype around him, it, it, it just was deflating. To, at least, I believe that was a huge reason he fell back. Was Again, there's a lot of issues with his, his passing and stuff. I, the one thing I said throughout this whole process was... I don't like having a concern for my quarterback being their ability to throw, which both Levis and Richardson have. So there's definitely risk involved with any of these picks. But between the two guys, if you're going to take one of them, take the guy with the unlimited ceiling in Richardson. So I, I'm fine with it from Indianapolis. It's a risk. But again, 
you've sucked for four years in a row. You know, honestly, most most draft picks with kids who have only played football in college are a risk anyway. Yeah. So I think it's a I think it's a good pick. I just, I, do one, I, yeah, I just had one question, which is, has there ever been a time when like three of the top four quarterbacks in a draft went to the same division? I, that's what I was thinking about. Well, well, hold on. We had, yeah, three of the top four. Yeah, no, I thought you meant three of the top four overall picks. Oh, yeah. True. No, it, it's, it's, an, it's, that's what's kind of fun about it. And Trevor Lawrence, also a super young guy. That See, division is a, just loaded with, with young talent. If you look at the history, yeah, no, if you look at the history, it was basically a guarantee one of these guys is going to hit and one of these guys is going to bust. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out because these are teams that all have like a really invested stake and the other quarterbacks failing. So I don't know, you know, if Anthony Richardson goes crazy and uh, CJ Stroud sucks, boy, you know, there's going to be some mad Texans <laughs> fan because they're going to have to watch Richardson win the division. And and I, I, I don't mind the Tennessee pick of Levis in the second round. I thought that was fine. Oh, if, you, second, if you took yeah, him early, second, yeah, I didn't like it. But the second round, I thought that was fine. The mayo and coffee thing is the only thing that really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Other than that, though, it was for a second round quarterback. Too. Was his favorite pick? Yeah, Levis? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he he was right in the he was in a perfect spot. Right in the perfect spot, is yeah, so, so, I think we're. No, fine I mean, look, you're, he's a guy. He's got some arm talent. He's a quarterback. If there's a thirty percent chance he turns into like an above average starter, that's one of the best picks in the draft. Yeah, I mean, I I will defend my guy Will Levis. I did the guy try. you just destroyed. No, no, like. I I did try uh, coffee with mayo, and it was actually pretty did, good. Did you what? So I'll no 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 I was I was hating on it at first but it's good. What do you mean? When after I saw the video of him drinking it, I'm like, oh, like no no I actually again for if you're listening right now, this isn't scripted. We this is all unprompted from Jack. Jack, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was I was curious. I made myself a little morning coffee on the way to my final the other day. Put a little glob of mayo in there, and it was oh my it was good before your final. It was good. So there was a chance you could have just fucking had a stomach ache and. I did have a stomach ache, but it was after the final, thankfully. So I was good, but it tasted good. I didn't hate it. How much mayo did you? Well, half a spoonful. Because well, Levis, Levis, Levis didn't stop squeezing the bottle. Yeah. You know, Levis no. put a, a, a ton in. I put like a spoonful in, but I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, no. Will Levis fine. doesn't have coffee with it, mayo. He has mayo with coffee. You know, it, it tasted like that taste I get from like a turkey sandwich with mayo, and also gave me a kickstart because it was coffee. So it, it so, wasn't bad. So you're, yeah, yeah, that is what I'd expect. It's coffee with mayo. <laughs> you know, the coffee with mayo tastes a lot like mayonnaise, but with some coffee. With some hey, coffee. <laughs> hey, don't knock it till you try it. Will you ever do it again? I was knocking it, and then will, I tried Will you it. ever do it again? I might. Good I might. God. All right. He's, all right, ne- all he's right. never doing it again. I heard it's a hangover cure, too. All right. We'll make a pot of coffee for him, and we'll do it on the show. The Falcons at eight. Yeah, I'm we will do it on the show. I'm for it. The Falcons at eight has been a highly controversial pick after they took B. John Robinson, star, stud out of Texas. Here's what I'll say. Just Great running back, running atrocious back. pick. Here's what I'll say to He's everyone who's saying line. it's a horrible pick. It's a horrible pick. I grew up watching Adrian Peterson. He's on Adrian Peterson. No, no, listen, listen. I grew up watching Adrian Peterson, and he was the entire Vikings offense. And how many Petersons have there ever been? One. Only a few. Only a few. But if you think that there's a guy that can be similar to Adrian Peterson, one of the greats, and that's what Atlanta thinks with B. John Robinson. It's not worth the They think he's a stud. If you can have someone like that, those running backs make a difference. I know Andrew says that running backs don't matter. When you have a guy, when you have a guy like Adrian Peterson or Derrick Henry, a top top tier running back, 
they they can make a huge impact on your football team. So I can't fault them if they sat there looking at the draft board saying this guy's special. I we want him. It's a it's high. Of course it's high. But I'm okay with it. I grew up watching a running back dominate, and he was special. If you think can, you got something special, go for if it. If you get a semi decent O line, put anybody back there, and they're fine. They got a, they have a good they have a good fifth round draft pick. You don't need to waste the eighth pick. Last year they had a fifth round draft pick run for five yards a carry. Yeah, so what yeah. do you? So maybe so, Bijan Robinson can be amazing. Le'Veon Bell, it's not going to be much better. Look, we do have an O line that's full of first round picks. I'm saying Bell on the, on the Steelers was great with a great O line and bad on the Chiefs and the Jets. No, DeMarco no, Murray and the Cowboys, awesome. We're, uh, he stunk everywhere. No, no, but Atlanta, like their whole offensive line is first round picks. Yes. I'm saying I don't think. Well, that's yeah, that's even more. That's even more so. Why we're going to pick on a running back? Like there's no, there's no point with an eighth an eighth row pick on a running back. Yeah, but like yeah. a decent old line. So, he can do a lot. He's a great back. runner. He's people a great say pass that, catcher. People say great position. pass catcher every year, but like. How often do these guys like he's not taking over wide receiver? You're better off putting a wide receiver in no, the backfield. No, he doesn't need to be a running receiver. But but at the end of the day, you have an inexperienced young quarterback in Desmond Ritter. It's a most... having guys like Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson, Bijan Robinson. You have Drake London. Kyle what Pitts does he need Bijan Robinson for? Yeah, he already has a great running game. Because if Bijan Robinson is the best of those three, if he's a star in the NFL, one, it'll make life easier for Desmond Ritter, and two, you want more guys who are explosive. Well, in the NFL right now, it's about points, 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 points. Bijan Robinson, it could be a stud. It's a pointless position. What? But she said Pacheco. Pacheco's good. good. Who did who the who did the, the who did the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, second round, fine. Not an seventh, eighth overall. Seventh. Yes, seventh. Right, when, when you right, think, right, when you right, the right. eighth overall pick in the NFL draft, overall, you aren't looking for a marginal back. improvement. That's horrible. And Bijan no, Robinson, yeah, even yeah. if he's really good in terms of what he produces, he will be only a marginal improvement. I dis. I, what do you mean? I'm only a marginal. Well, well, is, is he gonna is he gonna get eight yards an attempt? It, look, if if he's special, which they think he will be. If he's special, put up five I'm, and a half or I'm six fine, yards. I'm fine with them taking. I'm fine with them taking a star running back. No, look, the position look, matters. You, we can't. You say, have we to can't no, say running back it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Look at the you past Super Bowl winners. Like who's been a, a great running back? Has won a Super Bowl recently? Yeah, like it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a it, it's a wasted position. Look, you have to think probabilistically here. Can we fault the Falcons if they look at the board and say he's going to be as good as Adrian Peterson? Yeah, because that's irrational. It, it is un it is unlikely he's going to turn into an all time great running back. And if what he is, like a an above average but realistic projection for him is like borderline pro bowler, maybe what actual you, pro I mean, bowler. I mean, yeah, sure, but uh, during the That's draft, not, process, he's not going to be. He might be the better. best weapon in the draft. The but it doesn't. What what does best weapon mean? People say this every draft. Okay, well, he's a running back. Running backs, receivers, he's, and tight ends. You can get the best get a decent O line and put anybody back there. If I think that I can oh. get an Adrian Peterson level running back, I am going are to take irrational. Him. No, it's not. No, like, I might be it irrational. Is, it is sure, irrational. sure. It could, it's you not can say it's a little irrational. Top, a top because it pick. is. You can you can say that it's. I I understand where you're coming from when you say that the the thought of putting that much hype and that those expectations on a player is irrational. But if you do all your due diligence, you watch the tape, and you believe that this guy is a stud. You have to take him. Anybody can play running back. Well, who would you Anybody. would you have taken Carter? Like what where, what would you have done at that pick? Would you have taken what Gonzalez, the yeah, corner? I, I I think it was Was Wilson still there at the time? I I think Wilson was gone. Anybody what? running back, I think it's a worthless pick at number eight. That's crazy to me. They have a big defense. 
They have a ton of needs on defense. Big, yeah, don't like. But well, they've been revamping their secondary. They got uh, they got Bates today. They signed Trey Flowers. Who again? We'll see. We'll old. see what Trey Flowers does. Yeah. But he was on the Dolphins. But Bates, I mean, like Bates was a big signing. Calais Campbell, I think, that came in. Calais Campbell. All, well, you said the Falcons O line is all first round picks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, that, that's. I don't know if that's true. Is that so, true? It, it was true as of at I'm, least two I'm, years ago. Okay. So taking Bijan is so ridiculous because anybody can run for five yards of carry behind that line. As of the eight, there were eight the, overall. And they literally back? saw just some guy run for five that, yards yeah, that is behind that line. Lunacy. Absolute lunacy. Are but look, well, maybe he turns into think, Adrian do think, Peterson. Do you think Christian McCaffrey is a difference maker? No. Do you think Derrick Henry is a difference maker? No. Like they're, they're not. These, they're these not nearly. They're not nearly the but, level of difference maker that like an elite receiver or edge. I don't know. Is. A Derrick. They're not Derrick nearly Henry? the level of difference maker an elite quarterback is. Well, quarterback, sure, but what do you what do you want him to do? Take take Levis at eight. You can take you can like, trade up for a quarterback, you, or you, you can trade at, down. Who would you have taken at eight? Where was Henry drafted? Five, four. No, I, I don't know where Henry. Was Derrick taken. Henry. Yeah, he, I thought he was, he was taken in the like the second round. Oh, because th- that's my point. Though, fine. Yeah, but if you put yeah, De- all right, if you put Derrick Henry and knowing if, what he is in this draft, where would you take? If somebody is is well, there in the second round, running back, fine. Number eight is insane. You, but like, I know this you is, never know who he is though. No, no, He's I know. Just as likely to be Trent Richardson. We're diving into yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're exactly. diving into hypotheticals. You know? We're diving into hypotheticals here. Henry was second round pick. If, not Derek, not if you knew what Derrick Henry was going to be, where do you think he'd you go? You can't ask me that. No, no, I'm just curious. You can't ask me that at all. You can't ask me that. They think he's going to be great. <laughs> but That's it's irrational. Not, it's not, it's but, not worth the number eight overall But if pick. they think he's going to be great and they don't see other defensive players as being on that level. That's why they stink. Why would they're you probably that's, wrong. That's why they stink. That's Maybe they're they wrong. Prob- if, if that is how you think about it, right? But the fact who is. Who else do you want them to well, take? That's why they stink. Take a take the guy who you think is a forty percent chance of being a good edge rusher instead of a seventy percent chance of being a good running back. Take a great defender. Wait, which, who are you talking about, Ziggy? Look, if you're talking Lucas Van Ness is a bad. <laughs> I'm not guy. taking Lucas Van Ness. Give Why me Bijan over Lucas Van no, Ness. No, you have a that's back five yards of carry already. Yeah, yeah. Just give more weapons. Bijan is great. It works out. Yeah, but take a wide You receiver. can't think about things like that. I, I, I Boy, you, you know can. if. Uh, if uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is Justin Jefferson, then they should have taken Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, what does I'm that sure mean? If they thought Jackson no, you, Smith and Jigba was it was Justin about, Jefferson, they would have taken them. You evaluate the process, is and the process is not good. Number eight is that's insane. obvious. Yeah. All right. I guess we're just at a fundamental disagreement here. I'm saying well, if the scouting department you, values him that highly. The scouting department is probably wrong. That's the, the best are, scouts are, in the, the NFL Falcons are, are a terrible team. It, it's all a game of ifs and buts here. Look, the best scouts in the NFL, the absolute best, are wrong 50 or 60% of the time. You, your scouting department's job is to give you a general idea of what's going on. And then you have the nerds like me come in and tell you what you should <laughs> actually do because yeah, we yeah. follow the data. And like these, the, the Falcons aren't. So it's fine, right? Like they can live That's in fantasy land. Take your and be like, yeah, you know, we're going to take Bijan because he's a weapon, whatever that means. He's the best yeah, pass catcher in the draft, whatever that means. Like, no, at least they're not the Lions. Le'Veon but that's about all they've going for him. Le'Veon Bell was a second round pick. Behind a decent O-line, he was great. I am defending, again, Number eight is if, is if I were in the Atlanta war room, I don't know what I would, I don't know if I would take in Bijan, but I understand if you value him. Yeah, but so if you were in the Atlanta war room, don't you think you could have traded back and Bijan still be there and probably no. extra picks? Because Gibbs went off the board at 12. These teams are ridiculous. Well, actually, uh, this is uh, actually a pretty good transition right here. And 
That was also that's one of the worst picks in the history of the league. Yes, yes. So the next the next topic we have was the Detroit Lions draft. You know they had Gibbs as the number six overall prospect. He was the highest rated prospect for them when they were on the clock at six. Before trading back. I don't know I, what that means. He's what, the number six prospect. What, what do you mean on, their big, on their big board? They had him as number he six. was the highest yeah. rated player remaining. Sure, then, I don't know if he was. Six then they exactly. don't know how to build a big so board. They, they, that's <laughs> sure. This is why Atlanta and the Lions have been atrocious forever. Because one's taking a running back number eight, and one's taking back number twelve. It's a stupid, worthless position. First round. That's why they stink, and they'll never be good. The Falcons and the Lions. There, boom. That's no mystery. I Who's think taking running backs in the first round? Detroit made a big mistake not taking Jalen Carter at six in my eyes. A lot of people are saying right now about the Lions, the players they got are really good. It's the place they got them at is the issue. And that's why I would say that they're, I don't want to say a loser of the draft because they got good players, but they probably made the worst decisions. Is that fair? Yeah. I said it on Twitter earlier this week. I'll say it again. The point of the draft is not to get good players. The point of the draft is to win a championship. And you don't win a championship by taking good running backs and good linebackers early. So no you team agree, in the past Do we all agree that at six, Detroit should have taken Jalen Carter? No, I was fine with the trade back. Okay. I thought the trade back was actually really good. You trade back, you're getting what? a wait, like, In exchange for being six to 12, they got what? Uh, like a second round pick, I think. Uh, I think that's what they I'm got. Not, I'm not sure what back. they wound up getting in that trade. They they traded back and got quite a bit of draft capital. Um, well, I guess I can just pull it up here. Uh, yeah, I thought if you if you had put yeah, uh, but they moved down to 12 and in exchange got 34. So I thought okay. that was a great trade back. Excellent decision. You love trading back though. You should love trading back when you're when teams are willing to vastly overpay you to trade up. Yeah, trade back every time. I just thought their biggest need was defensive tackle. You had arguably the best player in the draft just sitting there. Maybe uh, you, know, the you, know who, you know who traded back. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I thought it would have been fantastic to put uh, Hutchinson alongside Jalen Carr on that line. Oh, that'd be scary. That'd be scary. Oh, so we're willing to trust the scouts when they say Bijan Robinson's really good. When they say Jalen Carter's maybe not as good as we think. Now the Lions are making a mistake. Well, I just think you can waste you can waste the potential. But I think it's worth the defensive player as opposed to a running back. Like if anybody can be running back, they're in the seventh round. Good running backs. I just mean shoot, like trade down to twelve. Take Broderick Jones. Take Lucas Van Ness. Take Will McDonald. Take Christian Gonzalez. There's lots of guys there. Pick up thirty four, like you're doing pretty good for yourself. Yeah, no. no I, again, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Problem with that, I yeah. don't have a huge issue with the trade back. I would have taken Meaning Carter that. there when they took Gibbs. I was stunned. Yeah, for me, it was more of a Gibbs. I, I guess, given my argument for Bijan, I have to say, like, if he was that high on your board, go for it. But this one felt a little more, uh, a no, little I mean, more Gibbs irrational. Was, Gibbs is great. He's no, he's really yeah, good. He's, so a, home, I mean, he's like a home if, run hitter. If, if you like Bijan, I mean, no. I, part of my philosophy in the draft, and this is probably why I'm not a general manager is that I think when the scouting department falls in love with someone, like you take your swings. If they think Jameer Gibbs is going to be a, a huge difference maker next year, you know, a home run hitter. And that's why the Falcons okay, and yeah. the Lions are two atrocious teams. Six you. overall in this draft, that's a really, really good... Like If he's the highest player on the big board at six, yeah, he's an amazing player in their eyes. Did you see them in the war room reacting after they drafted him? It looked like, it looked like they just <laughs> yeah. won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it did. So if you have that sort of reaction, I'm fine drafting him. He's an exciting prospect. Sure. Do I dis- do I disagree with the pick? A little bit.
But if they love him that much, I'm not going to knock him. There's a lot of things going well in Detroit at the And he moment. became the new Swift after he, Swift went to, uh, to Philly. Yeah, it, it did make sense that. I was looking at that going, wow, they're running back room. He was like, wait a minute, what you Swift, Montgomery, why Gibbs now? Yeah. Yeah. Was that, um, what was Swift's contract? Is he about, to, he's about to get a new contract? He's got one year left yeah, on yeah. his rookie deal. But, uh, all right, then. There you go. Real quick on Detroit. I loved Brian Branch and the Hendon Hooker picks. I thought those were really good. Oh, I mean, that's my that's the best quarterback in the draft. And yeah, I don't want to I don't want to call them a loser at all in the draft. I questioned them, but uh, Branch and Hooker in the second and third round were just awesome to me. I, mean, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, yeah they Goff is always a guy who you never is, know. Yeah, you, you never know. Never, like, he's, like, he's people are gassing him up right yeah. now. But you, don't you really don't tell don't. the Lions fans this. They they keep saying he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. He's in the NFL or the NFC. In the NFL, oh, I well, that's seen... absurd. But they're, they're, look, Detroit right now. It's a fun time to be a fan of them for the first time in forever. And I'm I'm, I'm I, they're doing things right. I love. I like Campbell. Yeah. I like the. They, I like they, the they, way they, that that franchise is moving for the first be, time, really, in the, ever. They should be good. I. I didn't hate. I. I like the Hooker pick because you, the golf can have a streak where it's like, oh, this guy's been real bad. Hooker like in the first round. Now. If if anyone took Hooker in the first round, I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. risky. Probably a bad yeah, pick. But in the third round, round though, it's kind of like round, Levis yeah. a little bit. You know, just yeah. you're throwing darts. Go for it. Yeah, I didn't hate it at all. Yeah, and and again, the branch might have been their best pick of the whole night. I mean, if the, Eagles, the, whole draft. If the Eagles still cook, Chris, like, what the hell are they doing? But the Lions. Yeah. All right. I know. People said the Eagles, what the hell are they doing when they took. Uh, Hurst? Yeah. I was one yeah, of them. Yeah, when they Hurst. took Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, I was one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm out. just like, look, taking taking those quarterbacks in like the second and third round, even if you already got a starter you like, it can work out. Teams should be taking more quarterbacks. This is my philosophy. Yeah, you would take a quarterback with every pick until you nail one. Look, we know if you don't have an elite quarterback in the NFL, your life's a lot harder. When you do have an elite quarterback, it's life on easy street. Give me life on easy street. That's what I that's where I want to live. I don't want to live on hard knocks road. <laughs> oh, all right. You guys uh are we good to wrap let's, this uh, one? Yeah, let's let's draft. Or we gotta, yeah, we don't even draft. We're drafting off air. Yeah, we could we could do we could do the draft. I just gotta be a little quick. It's got to be. Okay. Let's do it quick. We don't have to. Yeah. What, we, what we, 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 do, we could do it. No, what, what are we drafting today, Paul? All right. I have orange things as the topic. Oh, free money. Things that are orange. <laughs> who, who would like to first pick? I'll take my pubes, number one. Who would? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> who, would like, who would like the first pick in this draft? All the first pick. All right. Okay. We, so we'll go Jack, Ziggy, Paul. Hey, are we keeping this on air? Because Jack just straight up said that on the recording. Yeah, that's it. That's not that bad. We, we've had worse. Look, you, you can talk about hair. There are, there are grosser things we've talked about on this show. All right, go ahead, Jack. You you can lead this off here. The first pick in the orange draft. Yeah, I'm going to take an orange. I feel it like is. I just have to take an orange with the orange. With the first. I think that's a winner. Draft. I think you might win the draft just on that alone. I, I got to go with the orange. Uh, I, I think orange is way overrated among orange things. Actually. It's named no, it, after. It just has to be the, the it, color. It has to be the number one pick. You know what I want? Draft. Give me sunset. He just lost the draft. Sun, You're on sunset. the beach. Beautiful orange sunset. But sunset can be purple or it can be yeah, pink. But, like, it yeah, can but be there are orange sunsets. Give me an orange sunset. All right, an orange sunset. Those are nice. I'm going to go with... Let's see. I'm taking a look here at some things that are orange. You get back to that. Oh, go, right. Just go for it, Paul. Just go for it. I, there's many different things. Don't there. don't don't consult the list. Well, I, I, I mean, I have to look at the list here. Uh, I'm going to go with... The first pick, I'll take a basketball. I think a basketball... 
my favorite sport to play. Yeah. Basketball is a good play. Played yesterday. Yeah. Played yesterday. Lost, unfortunately. Throw bounce back. And then I'm going to, I, then I, I like this one here. I'm going to go with a tiger. Tiger is one of my favorite animals and just awesome. They're awesome animals. Yeah. I don't hate that. Would we consider peanut butter orange? Well, no. No, it's brown. Who <laughs> considers peanut butter orange? Okay, look. I don't know. It looks kind of orange to me. I don't know what you want. All right. Uh, give me campfire. I like fire. I think that's a cool pick. Fire's awesome. Yeah. I, no, I feel like so far we're all kind of liking each fire other. Fire gives, I don't gives know uh, dawn to human civilization, keeps us warm, lets us cook things. If you ever had like a delicious meal, it was probably cooked using fire. No, fire's great. But also yeah. dangerous, destructive. Good. Yeah. This is this is going to be a horrible arson. Jack, right burn here. the city. Oh, okay, Jack. What do we got? I'll oh, take a fox. Because I went to Maris and the red fox. Okay. The, the red foxes. Uh, well, fox are orange. Foxes are orange. Foxes are red. No, they're orange. They're orange foxes. They're orange. Yeah, I looked up. Sure, 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 sure. I looked up orange is a line and a fox. Sure, sure. You say Maris, the red foxes. Well, fox, you know, fox, fox. I think it's a very questionable orange animal. I'll show you foxes are No, no, I'll show you a fox right now. You have to exclude all red foxes. You can have orange foxes if you want. Even the. That's orange. That's a thousand percent orange. Yeah, but it's still called a red fox. So? So? No, it doesn't matter what it's called. It matters what color. Well, color, sure. I think that taints it a little. I, mean, bit. I don't know why I call it. They're called the red foxes. I think it taints no, well, it a no, little uh, bit. No, Paul, that is. This is an acceptable pick. It's up to Zach if he wants to let it taint. Yo, what do you think, Zach? One hundred percent, right? I, I like. I think orange foxes. Are orange. Oh, look, I didn't make the sure call. they're orange, but they're called red. I think that that just detracts a little bit from. I didn't make the call. Oh, why are they called the red foxes? I think that's stupid. But uh, fox is orange. Okay. Okay. But all right. Uh, all right. I went so to we Maris. Got the fox. No, I'm taking a pumpkin. Uh, that's a great pick. pick. I think that that's a phenomenal pick. All right, oh, so I got an absolute steal here. Go ahead, Ziggy. Give me Garfield. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a great. Just pick. straight up Garfield, elite. All right, I am. So who who was your second pick, Ziggy? I'm sorry. Fire. Fire. That's right. And I have basketball and tigers. <sighs> okay, I am between two right here. And I'm pretty confident. I do like Nemo. Nemo's. I think he's. He's orange and white though. He's, he's good. We'll see him with the fox. I'm going to go with goldfish. Great snack. Snack that's not smile. The uh, snack that smiles back. Goldfish. That's my last pick. I don't know if it's top nine, but it's, it's not right pick. I mean, like you take like orange soda, like you know. I think that's good. Ne- Nemo could have been a pick right there, but I'm going to go with goldfish. All right, so here we go, Zach. We got Jack with. Oranges, foxes, and pumpkins. I mean, that's a winner. Ziggy with sunsets, orange sunsets, fire, and Garfield. And me with basketballs, tigers, and goldfish. I will just say, two of the things you guys took, I'm not really sure how orange they are. You don't know how orange a fox is. I think it's orange, but it's called the red fox. What's have you, seen never, that have are you red? never seen what? an orange sunset, Paul? No, I have, but I've seen a purple, a pink. A, what know. are the three colors on this flag? Red, white, and blue, right? Yes, but now what color is a if fox? I tell you to draw, if I tell you to draw a fox, what, what color I'm are you? I'm taking an orange color pencil. I'm taking a red. Co- I'm taking. I've a seen red oranges that aren't orange. What, what color are you taking? If you're drawing a fox, are you pulling out a red crayon or an orange, orange crayon? Is that not colorblind like you? Oh, orange. Wait, fox. you're col- wait. Oh, you colored foxes red. You need- if I'm drawing a fox, I color them red. Yeah, you're colorblind. Okay, yeah, no, Zach, just settle this. Zach, I want to be done with this God. crap. I don't want to put Paul, Paul and last by default. Oh, wait, wait, who, yeah, why don't you go with third? Or, uh, third first? Oh, actually, no, no, we'll do winner. We'll do winner. All right, ready? Winner first. Do third winner. first. Do third first. Oh, okay. Is, this is Jack. 
mean, easy, 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 easy win. Orange uh, Cars. Yeah, you were no. definitely maybe maybe second. Ziggy with the sunset really threw me off. Garfield, come on. Would Nemo? Did Nemo do anything for you or no? No, goldfish. I thought goldfish was better than Nemo. Goldfish was good. All right. Question. Well, All right. Well, there you, you go. Wait, Thanks for on, listening. Hold on. They're a non-orange goldfish. Yeah, but goldfish, yeah, but goldfish are gold. known. Yeah, that's like saying yeah. But they're true. called the red foxes. Well, first of all, go with your sunset thing. If we say that the sunset's different colors too, I'm saying that yeah. What I'm saying is is that the criteria so is not being applied neutrally. Guys, I blew you out. I blew you out. I blew you. Pumpkin was a great pick. All right, I gotta use the. Yeah, goldfish are there's different color goldfish. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're known for. So oh, get get out of here. That's, 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 that's the end of the episode. That's you're a hypocritical. Should, should pumpkin should be taken over. Tiger? No. Yeah. I got to steal in the third round. No, no, Pumpkin was a great pick. No, no, uh, no not over Tiger. Fine. No, Tiger was a good pick. All right. All right. Oh, all right. There we go. The Heat one. The Heat one. Nice. <laughs> all right. Uh, please remember to like, comment, subscribe. We'll catch you next time. We'll do, a, again, our schedule breakdowns, predictions, predictions, better word, on the Paul Farrington Show. See you next time.